0: Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Fitness Podcast. So today is the first episode that I will be recording in January. I have three episodes recorded with guests for the next kind of couple of weeks, and this is a Q&A style that has kind of, I've done a little bit, I've done a few of them over the last little while, and they seem to kind of get decent reaction. It's your chance to kind of ask someone or me in general uh, about what you guys are struggling with and thank you so much for all the kind of the questions and stuff that came on and I just want to hope, hope you guys had an amazing Christmas hope you have an amazing 2020 and I hope you absolutely smash it and if you are starting out on a weightless journey, like weight loss journey or a fitness journey or you're getting into CrossFit or whatever it may be I wish you the best of luck and there's no point in letting people kind of knock you down along the way you have to do you you there, people will have various different opinions on what works for them but everyone's journey is completely different and some people like doing the bodybuilding style some people like doing running or whatever it may be but you need to find what works for you and that, and that's the biggest thing so apologies if i start coughing into the microphone I'm feeling a little bit a man fluy today uh, so apologies for for that. Um, so, the last kind of like what's it seventh of January now, and it's been a little bit crazy, and uh, the last few days, and it's, it's it's been great, and getting the new starters ready for kind of the online coaching getting their nutrition programs out, getting them their videos ready, and all that kind of stuff has been amazing. The, answering loads of questions over social media, doing a lot more Q and A's every week, doing, probably doing them twice a week at this stage, and i try and keep that up if I can. And there's, I've also signed up with a coach as well, a business mentor, uh, to try and grow the company and try to take it to the next level. I, it's probably one of the most expensive things I've invested in other than my car. And I am how you say shitting it. I'm nervous but it's where I need to focus on. I need to kinda of grow to the next level. Um next two levels, should I say. And I'm I'm ambitious, I'm I'm not going to just throw the money away and not put the effort in. And it's just one of those things that I need to do to see how far I can push myself and it's great being able to have to fly over to London every month for the next six months to meet with the mentor, have phone calls and stuff like that. I'm really excited for that. And then uh, another deal has kind of come in, came in last night, which was confirmed, which I can't kind of divulge at the minute, but I'm really, really excited. And it's gonna be a, a year long deal Um, and I'm really really excited Uh, until that's kind of announced I can't fully go go into details but it's it's exciting so far that it's only kind of seven days in and there's these two things kind of coming up already I'm not going to kind of stop with the the podcast for the next while if I can I've got the kind of the next three episodes recorded or next two episodes recorded and I've got a third interview tomorrow and I have a fourth interview booked in um, with a very special guest and I've booked in a really special guest for February already so it's kind of been working in the background I've been trying to kind of take myself off social media as much as possible but sometimes it's not, it's not as easy when I'm trying to kind of get people on as as much as I can um so the Q, kind of the Q&A that you guys sent me and there was probably about seven or eight questions uh, but I'm going to try and focus on as, as kind of the ones that are kind of the, the most relevant to what's kind of have come in most often and Kind of the, the, especially because it's kind of post Christmas, people are trying to start losing weight and kind of, kind of going back to kind of the normal weight, uh, starting out on new journeys and all that kind of stuff. So it's very important for me to be able to kind of point you in the right direction, whether, whether you sign up with me or not, or whatever it may be, or if you're working with a coach or whatever. If I can help one person with any of the episodes that kind of go out, well, then that was worth the X amount of time. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for all your support over. 2019 it was a bit whirlwind and it's a little bit crazy how far and how how much the podcast has grown and i had a quick look at the stats i rarely ever look at the stats of how many listeners it has and i looked at the stats over the christmas break and i was kind of a little bit crazy so guys thank you so much for your support um and please 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 do if you find any episodes useful if you find anything that I've said useful pop me a message put it up on your story or whatever it may be the more people that know about it the more people I'll be able to to help so the kind of the first question that kind of came in was about gaining weight over the christmas break and kind of freaking out so this kind of came in a few times and it has happened a lot with kind of the clients that I've worked with but one thing that I've kind of worked with my clients was we knew that we were going to be taking kind of like a 10-day two week break We've been working hard for like the last six to nine months with a lot of the girls and we knew this was going to happen. This was their kind of time to relax, enjoy family time and that's what we want to focus on. A lot of people, a lot of my clients had a lot of time, a lot of family kind of coming in from abroad, from the UK and I had that myself. And it was about time to kind of like press reset, reevaluate what they wanted for 2020, enjoy time off, enjoy the food and kind of enjoy family and friends that they haven't seen in a while. And that's what I want people to focus on. It's not what's going to happen on the scales. So if you have stepped on the scales and it isn't necessarily what you want to see and it has affected your mood, well then I would potentially stay away from the scales. And I've said that before and I've had Amelia Thompson on before and she has said that as well. But the one thing that to realise that most, I would say most likely that it isn't fat gain that you have had on the scales. It is more than likely... That is a little bit of water retention. So when we eat rich foods that are higher in salt, um, this kind of in, this leads to kind of w- increased water retention. Um, hence, why when you or when you eat a little bit more carbohydrates. So for every one gram of carbohydrates, three grams of water uh, adds on. So if you think carbohydrates like a sponge. The water holds on to that. So as soon as you reduce the carbohydrates, which was pretty my Christmas was pretty filled with carbs and chocolate and all that kind of stuff and salt salty foods, my body weight kind of went back to normal. So my tip for that would be to kind of drink increase your water intake, aim for like kind of two or three liters of water a day, and that will get help to get rid of any residual water that's that your body's holding on to. And there could also be the fact that you potentially haven't. Gone to the bathroom. You haven't got rid of any kind of residual food that's in your stomach. So what I would try to advise you there is kind of the water will help you with that. But I would also try to increase your fiber. Um, and the the fiber and stuff like that would be your vegetables, your your oats, your brands, all that kind of stuff, and try to kind of eat those. Uh, the vegetables would be the, the big one. A lot of people don't tend to eat enough vegetables, whether it be kind of. The, the broccoli side of things or the, the grains or whatever, the glooms or whatever it may be. So I've never really heard of anyone who has got obese or anything like that of eating too many vegetables. So just try to increase a little bit more vegetables into your, your foods and stuff like that. You potentially were a little bit less active over Christmas as well. You may have gone out for walks, happy days. Um, I know that's what one of my things was. I was kind of heading down to the pier with the brother and stuff like that and meeting up with friends and you're a little bit less active. So if you're a little bit less active, your NEAT or your non-exercise activity thermogenesis for the sciency term has come into effect uh, or didn't come into effect, should I say. So when you do anything uh, bar kind of exercise, it's called non-exercise activity thermogenesis or NEAT. So you may have held, heard Darren Cartel talking about that on Need up 24-7. So... If you are kind of sitting on a desk all day, your NEAT levels will be very, very low. Um, and if you are a builder, your NEAT levels will be very, very high. So if you haven't been going out for walks or moving a lot off the couch, your NEAT levels will be very, very low. This comes into play of how many calories and stuff like that you determines how you eat, how many you eat. Um, you've also had a lot of increased food volume over the last little while, and that's okay. I know myself I ate a good few Christmas dinners sandwiches the rest and I'm not freaking out because I know as soon as I kind of normalize my levels of food intake again it will kind of go back to to normal and I have I stepped on the scales this morning to kind of prove to myself that this before I came on here to kind of prove to myself that that was the reason and I'm back to my normal weight and that's not to boast at all that's just kind of I knew it was gonna happen it could take a couple of weeks i've been up in my water i've been getting my getting back into the gym um getting my walks in as well to try and clear the head also i use kind of the walking time to either think or listen to a podcast or listen to an interview or whatever it may be or listen to an audiobook so that's that's a good way to do it i know sometimes the weather isn't great but i'm looking out the window now and it's 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 decent enough so it's important to kind of keep your water up get a little bit more active i'm not saying kind of to go out to the gym like six days a week two or three days a week whatever you can manage reduce your food back, food volume back to normal um, and then kind of increase your vegetables and keep your water up and that will kind of help you um, kind of normalize yourself to where you where you were and i hope that i uh, hope that helps The next question that has come in is what are the best exercises for fat loss? When I saw this come in I was a little bit shocked that people can think that this is that there are best exercises for fat loss, um, best exercises for muscle gain and all that kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong there are some exercises that are better for certain goals whether it be kind of leg movements or whatever but there are nothing there is no exercise or one best exercise for fat loss or muscle gain the biggest thing for you for that goal would be your your nutrition your food so it doesn't matter if you are a runner if you do trx you do crossfit whether it be you're just going to normal gym go or if you're going to classes or if you have a coach or a trainer whatever it may be just realize that those movements aren't necessarily going to help you in aid for fat loss. What's going to help you with your fat loss goal is kind of the the food that you are consuming. So if you are on a diet, you potentially need to differentiate what's weight loss and what's fat loss. So when we when we step on a lot of people use a metric of the scales as a a, as a scale of progress and the thing with the scales is that it cannot differentiate between weight loss and fat loss when we reduce our carbohydrates which we've spoken about already um because it holds on to a little bit of water if we reduce our carbohydrates at all we will drop a little bit of weight but we need to realize that that's not fat loss that would be Weight loss, okay, so so what is weight loss? So your body weight can be divided into two main categories, fat mass and lean mass. Fat mass is exactly what it sounds like, our total body fat levels. Lean mass is anything that is not fat mass and can be further broken down into bone mass, your muscle mass, your water, and your organ mass. Very few people purposely try to lose lean body mass, but are more interested in the fat mass side of the equation which is which is what a lot of people try to aim for however if we only use the scale to look at weight loss then there's no indication as to whether we have lost fat muscle or something else because the scales cannot differentiate it and weight loss doesn't discriminate on what's lost just by switching from a high carb to a low carb diet you can see a dramatic reduction in weight that's because one gram of stored carbs holds about three grams of water in the body This is one of the main reasons why people who go on low carb diets, they see almost an instantaneous drop in their weight. Another thing that a lot of people don't potentially take into effect is hormonal fluctuations. For females on a particular time of the month, if they know that they feel a little bit more bloated, they could carry a little bit more water. And then my advice to them would be to stay off the scales. And my advice there would be to kind of drink a little bit more, more water, ease yourself back into the gym move a little bit more keep your vegetables high and do what you can and if you are on the week of your cycle well then i would try to reduce your reduce your uh, sessions in the gym because you may feel a little bit more lethargic a little bit weaker and i would also increase your food up a little bit more and if you have a little bit more cravings increase a little bit of chocolate magnesium whatever it may be so please do head over to the female fat loss episode that i recorded uh, a little while ago you also have varying levels of sodium so if you eat a little bit saltier food or a little bit more processed food that sodium can also hold onto water like a sponge so different amounts of dietary fiber can also have an impact and sitting and food sitting in your gastrointestinal tract can also play a factor so the thing that we need to kind of point out is what is fat loss so everyone has a certain amount of body fat this fat is often expressed as a percentage of their total body composition for example 16% body fat but we need to realize that women tend to have a bit more body fat on average than men and the reason for it, it, it this is for reproduction women are going to be hopefully childbearing up to them everyone has their if their choice if they want to have kids and stuff but if they're all uh, females are kind of um, role um, is to kind of be child bearers, and that's the, that. That is their that that if that if that's their wish. One of the reasons for this is that women need to maintain a higher level of body fat propensity for their reproductive system. Many people talk about weight loss when what they really want is fat loss. Most people who are trying to lose weight are try are doing so to look better, feel better, and improve their health. If you are starting out in twenty twenty overweight. Then focusing on the scale might provide some useful accountability. The fitter and leaner that you get, the more important other fat body measurement, body fat measures are to ensure you're on track to meet your goals. Think about what you really want. Are you looking to lose weight or are you looking to lose fat? I would say that most of us are trying to lose fat when we are kind of going on a little bit of a cut or a little bit of a diet that is why when you as I've said already when you reduce your carbs a little bit when you start off on a diet or a kind of a little bit of a journey or whatever it may be you might find that the scale will drop straight away and that is due to the water that the carbohydrates that you were eating and the reduction in the carbohydrates the body will kind of normalize and will kind of lose that water weight that you are carrying what we need to focus on potentially is fat loss Rather than what it actually says in the scales, because the scales cannot differentiate between the two. So, what I would say the the metric for success on this would be if you have a little bit more money, go for a DEXA scan, and that would probably be the one out of those. There are the kind of the skinfold calipers, that kind of PTs and trainers and gyms and stuff that it can use, but it, they're very hit or miss, and it depends on how experienced the person is who is who is using them. Um, that would be my experience of using them so far that someone would need to have a lot of I've done a course or it, they ca- they can't vary where they're pinching the actual skin itself. So my advice would be to kind of take photos, take a photo on day one, take a photo on day after two weeks, take a photo after a month, take a photo after six or eight weeks whatever it may be. And that's what I get my clients to do and that's how I work with my online clients, even if to say the weight the, the scales doesn't drop. But if they send me over their their photo and I can see a massive difference in their clothes and how their clothes are feeling and that their stomach's gone in, their face has gone in or whatever it may be. And the one thing that we need to realise is, I've spoken about this before, is when you go in for a, a dress or a suit or whatever it may be, you don't go into a shop looking for a size 70 kilos. So that really shouldn't be the metric It should be you're going for a size 12, you're going for a size 14, you're going for a size 10 or an 8 or whatever size you guys are, whoever's listening to this. So it really does depend. So that's kind of the difference between the two. I personally would aim for fat loss over weight loss and probably if the scales is impacting on on your mood at all. Well then, I would potentially stay away from the scales um, and try to kind of use the photos um, as as a success. And I know the scales can be one of those things that we kind of get caught up on. But my advice would be to if you're if if you are kind of struggling with that side of things and it's kind of running your taking over your life or whatever. What well, then? I would potentially reach out to someone. Um, in the professional capacity a counsellor whoever it may be and have a chat with them to see exactly what's going on um, and have a chat and try and sort that that out and there's always professional people out there that you can kind of reach out to if that's something that you are struggling with um, so I hope that kind of um that helps I've kind of digressed a little bit about the best exercises for fat loss the answer is there are none Um, there are biggest thing that you need to kind of look at is your calories in calories out and kind of if you need a hand with that just pop me a message and i will have a chat with you and i will try to calculate i would try i will calculate your calories for you and that will give you a decent starting base and this is what i get from all clients is i give them a starting base and if we need to amend things as we go along which some of the times we do well then we will change things as we go Um, so i hope that that answer has helped so the next question that came is came in is I am new to the gym. Where do I start? So, this is this come in a lot. And if you are starting out in January, I'm I'm I couldn't be happy for you. And one of the things is you need to find what works for you, and that could be TRX, that could be a class, that could be a PT, that could be running, whatever it may be. But if you've kind of given up again after a couple of months then you haven't really figured out what's, what's right for you. And what's right for you, you may not be able to, you may not know, uh, if you can stick to it, happy days. And that's what we kind of want to go for. So if you're new to the gym, my advice would be to go in for a gym introduction into your gym, have a chat with one of the trainers or one of the gym instructors, get shown around how to use the machines. Don't be afraid to ask those guys questions. That is their job. From working in a corporate gym, or commercial gym, should I say, that was one of the things that generally the ones that asked the questions were the ones that kind of stayed around and you could see in the gym a little bit more often. The ones that didn't really ask questions were kind of just doing a tick the box exercise, didn't really, um stay around and which was a pity and i tried my utmost to try and get questions out of people and try to predict the questions that kind of came up as much as possible um so if you're starting out in the gym have a chat with someone if you are looking for a coach or a pt would be my next advice um and if i know january money can be a little bit tight but my advice there would be to reach out to whoever it may be it doesn't have to be me um Reach out to that person, have it. Have it. sit down with that person, have a phone call with that person. But if it's a phone call, I would have a video call. So you can see how that person reacts to your questions. Are they actually listening to you? Do they actually care? Are they taking notes? Have they given you a pre-screening form to kind of have a look at, to see how your habits and your changes, how many, what diets have you tried before? What injuries you've had? Are they taking that into account when they're doing your program? Ask them about the program, what exercise they're planning to do for you? you say if you have an issue with your lower back are they going to do anything to do that have they got a physio in mind if you've got a certain injury that they can rely on ask loads of questions don't be afraid there's no such thing as a stupid question so if you are hiring a coach sit down with them and then if you haven't got the money in January well then what I would do is I would book your first session in on payday or the Monday after payday, so say the last Friday of the month, you get paid. Well, then book in your session, knowing, or else even pay fifty quid for your first session and have that block booked for the Monday, and then you can pay the rest of that PT and knowing that you're going to be starting then. Um, and then the the other thing was don't start out with a with a kind of a gung-ho or all-or-nothing mentality whether it be your nutrition or whether it be kind of starting out in the gym i wouldn't advise you to kind of be going six days a week because if you've gone and kind of gone from sitting on the couch and doing nothing to going six days a week you're really realistically you're not going to you're not realistically you're not going to adhere to that for a for a long term you might do it for a few weeks and that's kind of after, like the the research would say that kind of people who kind of start their diet or their journey unfortunately kind of 80 percent of those kind of give up by kind of the sixth week of the year or the middle of feb which is unfortunate around kind of valentine's day and it's kind of one of those stats that it's a little bit scary and it's one of those things that when you are chatting to a coach you need to be able to be honest with yourself be honest with that coach because you're gonna be spending a lot of time with that person and you could have, you will have days where you don't wanna be there. You'll have days where you've had shit days at work and you, you need to be able to open up to that coach and be able to find that right person uh, on the coach side. If you are also smart, new to the gym, you could also bring a friend with you. Uh, you could do a two-on-one session or a three-on-one session with a coach if you wanted. You could go to a few classes and book those in um, and then that will, that will help you and kind of get over kind of the potential um, anxiety around kind of going into a busy gym, and I've been there. I was, there, I was, I was there, kind of with the anxiety side of things of going into a new gym, more more recent than a lot of people realize. I was over in a, a big, massive bodybuilding gym over in Birmingham while I was at a seminar. I went to train on the Sunday before we were flying home, and I was kind of freaking out a little bit. There was kind of like world champion bodybuilders there, and here is little old me, PT from Dublin. And I was with one of the other PTs and I kinda I wasn't feeling as if this was the kind of place for me. Um, but the guy I was training with um put me at ease. I stuck the headphones on, I got chatting to a few of the bodybuilders and they were lovely. You'd be surprised how how nice the kind of the bigger people in the gym are. They've been there for a while, they've met a lot they've met a lot of people, they've met a lot of friends there, and they're there to help. So I know from experience that to kind of ask them questions, if they see something, if they say your form isn't correct, they're not going to be one of those dickheads that takes a photo or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, there are dickheads out there, but for the most part, the they're they're not going to be there. They'll come over to you and they will try to help you and lead you in the right direction. Um, so the kind of the tips there are get a coach, have a chat with someone, book in a gym introduction, go around the gym, Come go in with a friend and try to remember that everyone had to start from somewhere and if you have any anxiety around it, well then I would ease yourself in, go with the trainer and then that will potentially build your confidence a little bit and make sure whoever you are going to be working with has the proper procedures in place, has the, the, the wherewithals to have a Kind of screening process to see if you are right for it and you need to be ready for it and i wouldn't go out with the going home mentality with your nutrition either i would ease yourself in keep foods in that you enjoy so if you want to have chocolate included in your food if you are counting your calories well then i would include it in your calories i know what the minute i am putting in a square or two squares of chocolate into my overnight oats to kind of give it a bit of a crunch and that's my happy hormones hit or my endorphins hit for the day and that's kind of me set on that side of things for for the day so I hope that helps so the last question that I'm going to answer is kind of what are the benefits of cardio before versus after weight training when the goal is fat loss so this this question came in and this is kind of one of those that kind of divides opinion amongst people in the industry, amongst people, PTs or whatever it may be. My train of thought on it would be it when you are looking for fat loss, are you looking to are you looking to improve your form or are you looking to kind of get cardio fit or whatever it may be? So my advice would be depending on either of those would be to kind of do a little bit of light intensity cardio what I mean by that is kind of warm up yourself on a treadmill or one of those machines and kind of get the muscles loosened up and then head over to do your weights as I've said there's no best exercises for fat loss but what I can steer you in or I can try and steer you in the right direction would be if you are aiming for three days a week in the gym my advice would be to do three full body days those three full body days what i mean by that is i would aim to hit your legs which is your your quads so the, the exercise that you should do would be say if you're aiming for exercise one would be you, the, your legs so it could be a squat or a leg press whatever it may be then i would aim for hamstrings which could be already uh, or else you're doing sumo deadlifts with a kettlebell or whatever it may be well then i would aim for your chest, which could be a chest press or inclined dumbbell press. Then I would aim for your shoulders or your back. So it could be an upright row, it could be lat raises. And then I would aim for um a little bit of core or arms or whatever it may be. So that would be kind of the the, the kind of a rough guideline that the exercises off, off the top of my head. I would aim if you're training three days a week, I would especially if you're starting out would be to kind of do three full body days. Then if you are doing four uh, training sessions a week and you can adhere to that, well then you can either do four full body days if you're a complete newbie to the gym because when you are new to the gym, you kind of get things called newbie gains and you can build muscle a little bit faster than those who have training for, say, 10, 15 years. Your yeah you, just, you will gain a little bit more muscle you'll, you'll build more muscle in the, that time compared to someone in the 10 or 15 year it's a little bit slower for someone at that level so the split that you could work off is four full body days or you could work off an upper split upper lower rest upper lower split on days that you can kind of squeeze in So what upper exercises means upper body, then you've got lower exercises, which will include your glutes, your hamstrings, your calves, whatever it may be. Then take a rest and kind of do different exercises. I would aim for kind of, there's no correct rep range. It depends on what your goal is for general fat loss. But if someone is brand new to the gym um, and my aim for them would be to kind of correct their form and to be able to make sure that they are Feeling the the muscle, feeling the slow on the way back down of the, of the movement, and pushing straight back up, try, trying to keep their muscles engaged, and that's very important to realize that we need to kind of get the correct form at the beginning, and that's why it's great to kind of get a coach, get a PT, a face to face PT, reach out to those guys, and make sure that you feel comfortable with the, the the exercises themselves, and then after a little while, get that coach or whatever it may be, depending on how you're feeling is to get a day for yourself to do get that person to design your program but the nutrition in the background is going to be the the biggest point for you uh, and in order to kind of help facilitate the weight loss and the fat loss so regarding kind of the cardio I would kind of aim for a light kind of loosening up of the muscles, nothing high intensity before a session. But I would aim for after a session, would be if you are looking to do the higher intensity cardio, whether it be a prayer, whether it be a hit session with kettlebells, dumbbells, barbells, whatever it may be, which is what I got a lot of my clients to do, which was push them a little bit more out of their comfort zone and push them a little bit more and trying to build up their endurance, build up their fitness levels and get them pushing themselves and being able to kind of feel that they've got the workout done feeling sweaty out of breath and pushing themselves out of their comfort zone because not every session you need to smash but it's important to be pushing yourself within the session and that's great when you have a coach and that's what a coach should be doing I'm not saying it all depends on where you are particularly for females as well if you are a female and you are every female is completely different i've spoken about this before on various different episodes is that if you are on the week before your cycle you're going to have a little bit more energy so push yourself that week whether it would be the weights that you're lifting make sure the form is correct of course push yourself in your cardio then the week of if you're feeling a little bit more fatigued or a little bit more lethargic then I would reduce the intensity of your sessions, reduce the cardio levels, concentrate on getting walks in, getting your food correct, bringing your food up back to a normal level. So the answer to the question of benefits of cardio before or after weight training when goal is fat loss there are benefits to kind of doing both but my advice would be to do light Kind of work getting the body woken up getting a little bit of steps in or whatever beforehand and then after the weight session if your body allows it if you're on the right kind of where of, of time of your cycle if you're a female for lads and stuff like that it's just about being able to recover but pushing yourself get kind of my, my uh, a timer um on you can download that on your phone I'd do a little hit session, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, 30 seconds on, 10 seconds off, 40 seconds on, 20 seconds off. Build up your endurance, build up your intensity as you go along. Push it. Um, and that's, that's where I started. I did the Insanity workouts, I did the Joe Wicks thing, and that's where I started. And I'm hoping now to kind of go back into that way. I've kind of moved away from what my goal was last year, which was to kind of get a little bit bigger. My goal this year is after having a mental year and... Potentially not looking after my own training and my nutrition as well as I could have is to kind of enjoy my training again, push myself and do a little bit of kind of cardio and stuff like that uh, one or two days a week. Um, Making sure I'm kind of getting my walks in every day and now that I have a little bit more time, um, either side of kind of the online coaching, the podcast, the interviews. The admin work all that kind of stuff and the new coaching thing that i've signed up for for the business i'm going to make sure that i have these things blocked off so my biggest tip for you would be to make sure if you're looking at the week that's starting write down this is what i've done with all my girls who i'm working with now is if yesterday was the sixth so they must write out where those sessions are going to fit in have they done their weekly shop have they got their meal prep done like, are they gonna train in the mornings or the afternoon? Because that we can we can work around where they're gonna fit their meals in, what kind of meals they're gonna get in, where they're going to get, are they have they have they pre cooked their food so they know exactly what's going into their body, or they're gonna eat now for lunch, or they're going away. So a few of the girls are kind of going away, and we've put a to put a plan in place for that. As much as should they eat, kind of how much should they eat before a flight long-haul flights a couple of them have and we've put plans in place for that so it's important to like if you are working with a coach as well to reach out to be able to reach out to that person as much as possible and be honest with that person as well so i hope that helped with kind of the, the kind of the gained weight over the, fr- the christmas break realizing that's more than likely not fat loss that's a little bit of water weight um or it's not not fat gain, should I say, It's a little bit of water weight, Beck's exercise for fat loss, there's no such thing, new to the gym, where to start, and benefits of cardio before and after weight training. So I hope this guys has helped. If it has helped, please do share it up on your stories um, and leave a review on iTunes. The more this goes out to people and more people see it, it helps kind of grow it if it helps one person at all but then it was worthwhile if you need me to explain anything or you want me to have a look at your calories at all um or put you in the right path for the year have a listen again about what kind of the splits uh, like if you're working a three-day full body four-day full body or whatever it may be have a look at that and see If you've drawn up a program feel free to send it on to me and i will have a look at it Uh, so guys thank you so much for listening and i wish you the best of luck for 2020 and i will talk to you very soon when i have the the guests on over the next three four weeks are booked in so i'll talk to you very soon thank you so much guys